good morning. Welcome to the Un Beyond Mindset podcast. I am your host, Marisol Uribe. And today we're just going to jump right into it. Um, Rigo and I, we are entrepreneurs, young hustlers. And Rigo's got a story in which if you're an insurance agent, you may relate to. So, Rigo, I want to know what got you into the industry and what were you doing before? So, I, I wasn't really interested in the industry at first. So, when I first um, got into it, was, uh, it was around my senior year of high school. Uh, I was the interpreter for my parents, I see, because our, our state agent uh, uh, would help them out. And basically, uh, he was selling them a life insurance policy, and I, I guess my parents just, you know, wanted me to translate for them because they didn't want to get, uh, um, you know, hustled over, basically. Right. And um, I was translating for them and going back and forth, and the, the State Farm agent uh, noticed that. He's like, wow, this guy, he's translating. And the thing about it was that uh, his name is Marty, and... Uh, Marty spoke Spanish, you know, he wasn't very proficient, but he he knew his Spanish, he knew how to talk and communicate. So he knew that I was explaining it better or exactly how he would have explained it. Funny how you still remember his name to this day. And I have a similar story about how I came into nursing. It was during an appointment of mine that my mom wanted to know, you know, what was going on. And, you know, I, I happily shared, but it was, along those lines it was how do we lessen the gap of this language barrier that exists in the united states and i believe it exists less and less because more of us are stepping up right more of us are getting into more various roles within uh different industries uh, so it's great that part of that contributed to your growth and culture as well yeah, you make a good point. I, I could see that just more people could speak uh, different languages and especially uh, our generation, right? Uh, yeah. Just going to different industry and yeah, helping out the best we can. Do you say you're the first in your family that's as driven as you are or was were your parents just driven in different ways? Can you tell me more about that? Um, no, there's definitely other driven individuals uh, within my family. I think um, just in different certain parts, you know, my mom uh, was very driven. You know, we're talking about a lady who didn't know any English, started her own house cleaning businesses, uh, well, house cleaning business. And now she owns multiple properties um, and, you know, she's living the good life right now. But that's as driven as she was. Right. So that's fantastic because even people that are born here don't amass a certain number of properties by a certain age. And tell me more about your dad. Your mom seems to have really done well for yourself. But what about your dad? So my dad, you know, he was a hustler too. Um, passed away in 2014. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Okay. It happens. Uh, but, um, yeah, during the time he was alive, you know, he was uh, the main breadwinner mm -hmm. construction. I remember that uh, he was the first one to truly take initiative to learn the English language. So he was able to 
to hold his own on conversations. Like I, it would be hardly, uh, it'd hardly be the time that he would ask me to translate unless you know, we were dealing with bank stuff or, or you know, stuff like that. But for yeah, what- more technical exactly. of an analysis. Yeah, that's great. Do you have other siblings? I do have two uh, younger brothers. I have a sister. Uh, I have uh, two foster sisters and a foster brother. What a lovely big family. Say they look up to you? Um, I would say so. I mean, I don't, I don't really know, to be honest. I, I think they, uh, I think if they look up to me, it's more of a big brother situation. It's not like, uh, they want to go around, uh, you know, they want to go along the same road that I took. They also have different role models because uh, they're, they all, they're very different from each other, right? Even if you compare my two younger brothers, my biological brothers, uh, we're very different from each other. Uh, there's similarities, but we all definitely took different paths. Um, so I'm sure that they have, you know, different role models in, in their lives as well. Are they employed? Uh, they are. Uh, my youngest brother, Brian, uh, uh, he's working two jobs, I believe, right now. Uh, working at a fast food place in Amazon. He's, uh, he's 19. Um, and in school? Uh, so he, he's uh, enrolling next semester. So hopefully we'll right. see you on them. Uh, jobs, guys. Right? Nice. High five to Brian. Exactly. Um, and Christian, um, I don't know what he's doing. I believe he's doing something in construction. Well, the nuclear family is such a place where I find, and the people that I've interviewed about their past, their past in a way does influence their future, but your past doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to define you. So. Vigo is a great example of someone who has learned along the way, even after college. So after university, there are certain courses that you could go to, mentorship seminars, and even go one-on-one with someone um, as you have. Can you tell me more about your journey of leadership and learning outside of the traditional school? Um, so leadership, uh, that's, that's a good one. You know, I think I'm still learning. I'm still developing myself as a leader. Um, I saw a big difference, a big, I guess, level jump, uh, from the first driven boot camp that I went. Uh, and, um, but other than that, you know, in terms of my own self-schooling, I just did a lot. I, I read a lot of books, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, I believe it's called the, the Four Disciplines of Execution. Uh, six Months to Six Figures uh, is one of my favorites too. Um, but I haven't really done uh, like courses outside, right? Actually taking courses. I've done one-on-ones, right? I, I took the one-on-one with my mentor, Albert. Uh, and um, But other than that, I, I never really uh, took courses other than traditional school. That's a good um, point that you added that you don't really have to 
Um, it's just more so finding a mentor, someone that you look up to, a lifestyle that you may want to match someday, and just listening to that limited number of people, whether it's one or two. In your case, it's Albert Preciado. For those of you who don't know, he is the CEO of multiple companies, one of them being the DrivenEvent.com as a group that we referred to that hosted this event, the Driven Bootcamp, and their annual larger Driven event as well, in which they just bring in different successful people, mostly entrepreneurs from different industries and backgrounds. So tell me more about where you are now and where you're headed. Uh, so where I'm at now, um, like, uh, are you talking like business-wise, mentality-wise, or, or? I like both topics because I feel that with Unbeyond Mindset podcast, we, we want to focus on not so much, also the trajectory of your life, right? What got you to being successful? But I think a lot of it stems in the mindset, right? We oftentimes may have living beliefs, self-doubt, uh, naysayers, right? The evil creep creeping in, those voices saying that you can't do it. So what is something that has worked for you? And yes, what were you before in terms of your team? And maybe tell me how many people it has grown to. So that alone demonstrates like your ability to lead and also um, with their production, right? If, you know, tell us about a little bit about that, if you may. Okay, yeah, of course. So where we're at right now. So right now, uh, we just recently moved uh, to a much better, much, much better area in Albuquerque. It's a very up and coming uh, area. It's called Uptown. Um, and um, right now my team is at, at 14 members. Uh, been interviewing a couple of people. Uh, production wise, uh, we're, we're doing pretty good. You know, we were, we were doing better last year. We're uh, number wise, I believe we're about 4% down from, from last year. So it's not a huge, uh, a huge hit, but um, I do have less salespeople than last year. Okay. That, that could be a contributing factor. Um, in terms of how my business is doing health, healthy-wise, right, health-wise, uh, we're, we're in pretty good standing. You know, we're, we're not in the red, we're in the green. Uh, there's always money to take care of my employees, take care of myself, take care of what needs to be taken care of. And then I always make sure to leave a, a healthy amount uh, in my accounts to take care of next year's taxes. That's the important part. People miss out on, on making sure that they save up for, for next year's taxes. Uh, we're nowhere where I want to be, right? It's a, it's still a long road ahead. Um, but I, I would definitely want to be uh, running multiple agencies at the same time. I want to get to that point where uh, I'm not selling anymore. I'm more teaching people how to sell helping people run their own age uh, will help run people run an agency and just uh, yeah that's that's where I'm kind of looking uh, towards the future wise kudos Rico props 
And Rigo is short for Rigoberto, for you uh, non-Latinos out there. (laughs) (laughs) And so what you said was key, planning for taxes. Um, That's inevitable. Taxes and death are inevitable, guys. If you're making it in whatever industry, uh, as a solo entrepreneur, as a small business owner with a team, you still need to pay taxes. It's not going to be automatically deducted like in your 9 to 5 W-2. And so there's a lot of things that you need to account for uh, besides the traditional like nine to five job roles. If you're seeking to be independent, where you have the ability to grow a bit more, the income potential is unlimited, right? It's according to your production, your personal grind and hustle. So Rigo is an example of another entrepreneur, someone who sees vision, has a dream greater than themselves at this point, because now you're involving 14 other people So these are other people that are not only modeling your industry, right? What you do, maybe they could sell even your same products or similar, Um, but it's, it's a team at this point and you're the leader leading the pack. So congrats on your new office. I know you just, you you just moved. Um, Diego has an Instagram where you can follow him. You want to share your handle? called uh rigo the agent rigo the agent on instagram and how can they reach you if say they're local to you or they just have questions about a life insurance policy you know they they could always dm me or call my office at 505-349-3965 or call call my cell phone uh 505-515-8819 or just stop by the office uh google me uh, just by putting Rigo Castillo State Farm, and uh, it'll show you my location. Perfect. So thank you so much for your time this morning. As we wrap up, could you please tell me what does having an Unbion mindset mean to you? And how do you plan to stay true to that definition? Okay, so Unbion mindset, I think um, for me what it means, it's just having... Uh, no limits, right? Going as far as as you want to go. Uh, and how do I? Uh, how am I gonna? I guess keep going in that mindset is. Um, I've been thinking a lot lately, right? I've been reading that that book, Your Next Five Moves, by Patrick Bet David. Mm-hmm. Great book, really, by the way. Yep, I, I really like that part uh, where he says. Uh, you need to find what drives you, right? So different people have different drives. You know, you might want to be a person who just uh, wants to make good money uh, to make sure you take care of your family, but you want to spend a lot of family time. Right? To, you know, someone else who, you know, they want to put in that mad work because they want the flashy cars, they want the Ferrari, they want the cars, they want the big mansion. Um, so for me, is I, I already have a clear vision, a clear vision as to what I want. Uh, I just seem to keep it on top, uh, top of mind. Uh, you know, just go back to the principles, stuff, the basics, and creating those vision boards and keep uh, getting better, even if it's by small percentages or small, just pushing to get better. 
And I think a great way to do that is, like you said, the metric. Uh, Rigo is someone who has a business plan. If you don't have one, you should get one because you need to revisit that, whether it's you know quarterly or whatever your situation is, if you're just starting off, perhaps more often. But he was able to tell us that his production dropped, say, 4%. And uh, you, you won't know that if you don't track your numbers. Uh, so definitely with this new office space, there's more overhead. Um, and, you know, I don't really know of your expenses, but I hope you guys took a lot from this interview. And again, thank you so much, Rigo, for your time. Anytime. Thank you. Hasta luego. Bye. Bye.